0: Our lives will serve the lord everlasting our house will serve the lord that's why the pot is casting working these digital grounds like farmers looking in the light ephesians 6 with the body armor mindset against the devil luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle footsteps in jesus footprints is where we stand firm foundation is where we walk not sinking sand we stand up for his spirit in these times when he speaks a word giving sight to the blind Like fishing lines, our cares, we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares, we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Welcome to Living Life Ministries Life Lesson. Today, I want to talk to you today out of the Book of Judges, chapter 13 through 16. If you've been with me for some time, I've been going back and forth out of the book of Judges, chapter 13 and 16 from the life lessons of Samson. And today I have been led to just feel like going back into Samson again. We find that as we look at the book of Judges and we started in chapter 13 all the way to 16, we find that even though Samson was called by God, he still had some issues that he never laid aside. He did things to open the door for some of the places that he went to, yet we See, in one side where God used that lovely wrong desires that he had as a way to open the door for something else that God would do later on in his life to turn things around. But sometimes in our lives, as we get to know, because we find out that Samson was a Nazarite, so he wasn't allowed to touch carcasses and, and he knew that he was wholly dedicated unto the Lord. And sometimes in our own lives, we don't understand that when we become new creatures in Christ. We're wholly dedicated unto the Lord. We're a new creature. Our lives no longer become our lives. But somewhere along the line, we screw up. We make mistakes. We go off and do stuff we're not supposed to. And yet we don't realize that once we make that first mistake, unless we're willing to change and stop it, we'll keep making it. We find that the first thing Samson did was after he killed the lion, you find out that when he came across the carcass again, he saw wild bees in there and a honey cove, you know, and he went in there and grabbed some honey. He ate it. It was good. Then he took it home and gave it to his parents. But he never could tell them where he got it from. See, when you deal with sin, it doesn't want you to tell where you got it from. See, because then it would have made him, he would have had to come out of the darkness to confess that he was doing something wrong. See, sin likes to hide itself in our lives and we like to hide it. You know, that secret relationship that you got that you don't want to share with anybody that you are too ashamed to share with your friends because they would know that if you're in that type of relationship, it's wrong or you're doing something that's wrong. You know, when people say something or mention something out of the blue from an unction from God, you get frustrated when they say it, but in actuality, You're mad because it revealed a hidden sin. See, sin likes to cover itself up and then explode in your face. You know, it's like if you don't pay your bills and you try to hide that it wasn't paid this month. They keep calling. And that's the same way sin does in our own lives. It just keeps calling, keeps calling. Hey, you owe a debt. Uh, You're not going to be able to pay it. You can't hide it because eventually it'll shut you off. We don't understand how our sin cuts us off from God. What it does is it draws us away from God. And as it draws us away from God, it gets us to forget him. Forget who he is and forget to worship him and forget to bless him and say, Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. Lord, thank you for this frustrating day. Thank you, Lord, for carrying me through the frustrated day. We forget those things and we worship the pain of the day. Oh, I can't believe this person did this. You worship the things that you think should give you help. And this was a sudden pattern no matter how you looked at throughout the book of Judges. Everyone would do something and they would forget God and then they would be sold into their circumstances. But let's just stay on point. As we look at Samson drew his parents, Samson was beating his parents for something that he shouldn't have because the caucus was not supposed to be touched because it made him unclean. He wasn't even supposed to be around anyone because he had touched a dead thing. Ceremonially, he was unclean, so he had to go through the ritual to become clean. Nor did he separate himself for touching it. He just went back in and drew other people into it, which which also made his parents unclean. See, we think the sin that we try to hide doesn't affect anybody, but it also affects more than what we want to see. You know, because you think that, oh, if I'm only doing it, it's only affecting me, but you forgot that it also affects those that come in contact with you, that you're covering it up from. When we look at it, as we go a little further, Samson did that. Then he wanted the wife. But God used his desire to make an occasion for the Philistines. But yet if you look, Samson didn't even want was part. It's something when you have when you let sin run your life, it keeps you from the things of God. He didn't want the women of God, he wanted the Philistine women. They look so good. They look so beautiful. Never did you hear in a life that you sought back and saw that when Samson started doing the things that he wasn't doing, he was pulled away from his people. He would do things for God, but he kept slowly being pulled away and wanting less and less desire to be around the people of God. To be around the people of God, slowly drawing him out. It was a slow, steady pattern. And if you, as you look and you study it, you'll see that It started when he was defiling himself and then he covered it up because when they asked him, he didn't answer. Here, here's some honey you're going to give to people that is from a defiled source and you're defiled. It's unclean, but you're giving people stuff that's unclean that defiles them ceremonially before God. So it started there and yet God somehow still used him for a purpose I ain't going to sit there and tell you, oh, you need to go out, you can do it, do what you want to do, and God's going to bless it. No, what I'm telling you is that sin draws you over a period of time before it brings your death spiritually. See, Samson didn't realize that the more he kept doing the things that were secretly hidden that he didn't want to tell anybody about. See, because when he got mad and frustrated or he was doing something, he was like, okay, Lord, you're with me. But every now and then, he'd go back to that sin, that secret sin. He was sleeping with the prostitute, fell in love with the woman. See, because I looked at it and I said, well, okay, he's in love with the lie. Okay, it was with the lie, he said, but it was actually from the beginning. See, when he wanted to willingly defile himself. See, because it's not the fact is that. We go, "Oh, sin over it's that sin sat at the door, and Samson did nothing about it. See, that first time you wanted to give in to defiling yourself, that actually came back again. He just kept repeating the same pattern. He was willing to defile himself. And so yet he put himself in a mess that he was in, to the place that it blinded him, to the place that he couldn't even see that the exact same thing that was he was doing. And kept being set up in, in battle, and battle always having to fight was because of his own sin. Samson was sleep with a, was with a woman who wasn't even his wife, and he would be with her, lay with her. From her to the prostitute, those secret sins that we have, that we think that don't bother anybody, and don't do anything about that, they're not going to come out and expose themselves. Sometimes they expose themselves and you don't have any money. Sometimes it tears your finances apart. Sometimes it tears your relationships apart. You know how it is when that thing rises up. You don't have. You don't even want to talk to people. You feel all isolated by yourself. You're in a corner. You don't have anything to pull on. But yet, we keep playing with it. And I don't know who I'm actually talking to, but I know I'm talking to the wild cost, but This is for whoever I'm I'm talking to. Sometimes you're playing with something that's about to take you out. We never see it coming. See, because sin is something that we all like to joke with, play with. But those secret things that we do are actually coming to light. It's just that you're the last one to see it. See, because once it separates you, that's it. See, I watched and you... You, if you really took it and look at the book of Samson and you, and you watch the patterns that go on throughout the book, you see that slowly. Once he gave up his integrity there in the beginning, touching the dead thing, sleeping with the prostitute off to the side became openly. He was openly sleeping with the prostitute, openly with Delilah. See, because right now you're doing it secretly, but eventually you're going to wind up doing it openly. And when you get done it openly, eventually you're going to find yourself spiritually dead. And slave to the thing that you thought was joyful, pleasurable, but now you're in bondage to it. We play with things that we don't know the forces behind it. I used to look at it and say, okay, Samson didn't realize that the Philistines were behind Delilah, but what I kind of had to start looking at it was Delilah was a side effect of his sin. See, because whatever was going on in the spirit, Samson was fulfilling it in the flesh. See, because it started from that one moment of not walking in integrity, he was there openly with Delilah, openly with the prostitute and known. Openly he was humiliated. And I don't know about you, but I've been there for myself. Openly humiliated. Openly destroyed. Sometimes in our lives, we need to start hearing. Sometimes you need to just stop what you're doing and hear. Because before Samson got to the place that he was getting ready to get his eyes hooked out. Nowhere in there did he ever get around people who were spiritually walking. See, if you ever notice, sin separates you and divides you from your people. He wasn't, he was a judge designed to judge, but the only problem was is that he was always pulled aside to his desires. And when you're pulled away from your desires, you seem to lose time, focus, idea. That's how they became and God became enraged because you don't have any time for me, but you have time for your Sin, you're God. So he was turned over to the thing he wanted the most. And the thing he wanted the most led him into his bondage. Because just like they told him, he said, what is stronger than a lion and the sweetest honey? Sin is like a lion waiting to pounce on you. And it seems so sweet and cuddly and good. And it tears your limb from them. Samson felt favor with God because even though his instructions, even though he was destroyed by the things that he wanted and he was humiliated by it, he remembered the Lord. And one thing I love about the book of Judges is that if you ever think that you fell too far, just look through the book of Judges. God is always there to hear you. He hears your cries, your tears, everything. All he wants is you to turn to him. You got a habit that you can't break? Right now, walk in some integrity and let it go. Say no today to it. Get yourself accountable to people. Get yourself accountable to God, first of all. Set it right with him. Learn to confess your faults to one another so that you can be healed. I don't want to share with you. is find yourself some people who actually walk with the Lord and build a relationship with them and share your thoughts with them. Let them know what's going on with you so that they could pray for you. And then they're praying for you that you could get healed. Father, I thank you for this message. It may be a hard message to swallow. I, I was planning on coming in and saying different things, but I gave what you told me to say. And I pray, Lord, this message helps those that hear it. I didn't hold back anything that you told me to say, but I pray, Lord, that those that hear it, Lord, are willing to look at the life of Samson, Lord, and see, hey, I need to start walking in my integrity. Maybe I need to shut up instead of talking. Maybe I need not say a word in the middle of the conversation because I may be drawn out to lie. Lord, I ask that you would give the people wisdom, Lord, to start enduring with integrity than lying to themselves of trying to fit in. I pray, Lord, that each man, each woman, each child, each individual that hears this, God, here's exactly what you have to say for them. I pray, Lord, that for the strength of their families, for their minds, God, I pray, Lord, that you would cause them to think about the integrity that they have to walk in. And I pray, Lord, that I wish that I could go more in depth, but for the time period, I, I don't have. But Lord, you do. I pray, Lord, as they read through the book of Judges, Lord, that their mind changes, their attitude changes, their integrity grows, Lord, that they no longer want to blend in with the people around them, but they want to be different. They want to set a standard that others may follow. And I pray, Lord, that to that person who... Maybe dealing with the integrity, dealing with the fact is that they want relationships with people, but they keep picking the wrong ones. God, I pray that you would open the door for them, God, to get in a relationship with the right people. And that they would have the patience to see you work all those bad relationships out of their lives. Those bad habits, those bad lies, those willingness to get into things because you want to be so far accepted. Father, I pray this right now, Jesus name. Thank you once again for listening to life lessons podcast, but just to give you a quick overview of what I was talking about was that as we look at the life of Samson, we find that he compromised in the beginning when your integrity falls in the beginning. And if you're not willing to readjust or repent and turn from it, you see that you'll eventually do whatever you're going to do out in the open and whatever you get is the side effects of it is the promise of it. See, because God was faithful. To them, And when they didn't be faithful to him and they did what was evil and they forget about him and worship other things, because when we don't realize that there's those secret sins that we have that draw other people into it, God holds us accountable for it. And your accountability could be anything. You know, you, we look and say, how did I lose this? Or how did I lose these friendships or whatever it may be that we think we lost something from. We need to really look at it and say, hey, you know what? My actions do have repercussions. You know, if I do this, I'm going to sin against not only God, but my sin may destroy other people along with me. The enemy loves the fact is that we never think about, we only think about ourselves when we're doing something selfish. But when we become unselfish and we start wanting to live that righteous life that God gives us, we have to look at the overview. Okay, God is for the whole picture, not for the moment. Not for the mini moment that I want to have, because I want this <clears throat> little toy, I want this quick, moment of pleasure. You know, it's just like when God told David, He said, "I'm gonna you anything." He decides to take best sheep. He could have got what he gave him—a whole army of women, if he wanted, oh, a whole bunch more wives. But just remember, is it worth it? Have you ever just thought about writing it down? What you're about to do, is it worth it? What's the benefit of this? Is is, is it me flirting with this person at work? Me lying in this group? What is it going to do? How is it going to affect your integrity? How is it going to stand telling the truth when the enemy will always have that point in front of your face? Like Jabez Gillian when the when they rose up against him and said, "Hey, we're gonna the only way we wouldn't destroy the city is the we pluck out your eye." That would make them an humiliation. And the enemy wants to humiliate you before people. Samson was humiliated before people. Yet God remembered him. God wants to save you from some of your messes that you step into. Sometimes he warns you. Sometimes he gives you a space to repent. Because his purpose is going to go through whatever it is. You might go into whatever hell you're going to go into, but you're going to still do what he wants you to do in some case. But today, make a choice to walk into integrity because when we walk in our integrity, you might be laughed at, but I'd rather be humiliated for having integrity than be humiliated for not having it because no one wants to deal with a person with no integrity, no honor. You have a blessed and
0: wonderful day. Our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord. That's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Licking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9, carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus' footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares, we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares, we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.